0: up everybody this is kenzie from a voice of equus on instagram
1: and this is abby from truly ottb and you're listening to the cowgirl conversations podcast
0: as the equestrian industry continues to evolve more questions are being asked and more focus is being placed on the welfare of our equine athletes
1: we're sitting down to talk about this progression hear from fellow equestrians and discuss how to continue to better ourselves and our horses
0: Hey guys, welcome back to Cowgirl Conversations. Ah, okay, I've been waiting for this episode for like the longest time, but I also was like low-key almost anxious about it um, just because this is someone like I've literally looked up to my entire life. So um, yeah, we got to sit down and talk to Yvonne Montgomery, who is my childhood trainer. Um, probably like the only really good (laughs) childhood trainer I had, um, I would definitely say a lot of where I found myself in the horses in these last few years has kind of been like going back to what we used to do. So it was a lot of fun. I was really excited that Abby could meet her because... Yeah. Yeah, talking about someone and then having a face to, to put it with is easier.
1: For sure, and I can totally see the influence Yvonne has had on you. Um, so lovely to talk to her um, and really insightful. I love her approach to things and how um, laid back she was about, about everything. Um, I'm, I yeah, and I'm seriously interested in in what she's she's doing with her business. I've never heard anything like that, which obviously we get into.
0: And yeah, wow, <laughs> wow. yeah, yeah, and like that wasn't even really a thing when I was working with her. So I'm same, like super super interested in that. I hope she does like the subscription thing. Mm-hmm. That would be really cool Uh, um also (laughs) if you guys haven't seen we got a new logo we did we got a logo i love it i love it it was like literally i think right when abby came on i was like we need a new logo um so it's been in the works for a little while and i'm really really excited with how it turned out so so cute
1: i'm i'm excited to to share the um like full-size version of it instead of it just being like the little icon um but it's been really great i think the whole rebranding thing is like it's always scary doing that kind of thing because you don't know if it's gonna kind of jive right with what's going on but it's it I it feels like it really has clicked just with the overall feel of everything yeah so, for sure about that um And that being said, as always, if you'd all like to stay connected, please subscribe and hit the notification bell. Um, You can find myself at trulyottb on Instagram and Kenzie at a voice of Equus or Equus. Uh, English is a weird language. Um, (laughs) But thank you all for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed talking
0: with Yvonne today. 100%. See you next week, guys. what's up guys welcome back to the podcast i know i said this like last week but i'm really excited for this episode we have yvonne montgomery with us um surprise she actually trained me when i was tiny and young so um, super excited to have her on the podcast today uh do you want to go ahead and kind of introduce yourself to everybody
2: uh, sure, yes. Yeah. Um, so my name's Yvonne Montgomery and I'm from Sarver, Pennsylvania. And uh, I have uh for about 45 years, so that's a long time. And uh yes, I have you know I started riding when I was nine and training horses when I was 16. But you know, I've I've been in the horse industry for a long time and uh I guess wear many hats in that industry. So you guys can ask questions. I mean, I, you know, I got five answers for each of your questions, so it's good.
0: Amazing. Um, so I guess let's start with like, how did you get into horses?
2: Well, I got into horses and I think you guys know, cause you, you, I think we're already kindred spirits here because if you love horses, you just are born with it, right? Like everybody, you know, if you are the person who, uh, loves horses. You dream about it all the time. So when you wake up, you think about horses. When you're driving in your car, you think about horses, everything like so. But we grew up. Uh, my my mom is a single mom with four kids. So uh, not much chance that any of us was uh, going to have a horse, uh, you know, but i will be like, I'm going to go riding. Oh, I want a horse. I want to pet the horse, you know. Um, so lo and behold, we had neighbors that moved in uh, who we thought were pretty wealthy. You know, they had horses, tennis court, and uh, what else? They had a swimming pool. So like, they were like the, you know, the, the wealthy neighbors we were all excited to, uh, you know, meet. Um, but they had horses and they had a, a, one of the girls was about my age. And, uh, you know, so I got to go over there and ride with her. They were very gracious to me to let me, uh, I could tag along when they went to riding lessons. So, uh, when the, so I, I rode this 13 hand pony till I was probably 16 years old, but, uh, so they would go to riding lessons at a, a very fancy dressage uh, place. And then I would come home and practice it on their. Yeah. So that's kind of how it's. Started, you know, I would—I don't know where we left off, what you guys heard, but um, it started then. You know, I started just uh, riding their horses and their ponies, and then I started working at a boarding stable. And that lady used to put me on all the horses. You know, she'd be like, "Here, you get on all the bad horses. Here, you get on and ride." And that's kind of how you know breaking horses started. And uh, so then I started riding all the bad horses, and people started paying me to ride bad horses. You know, ones that would run away, buck and rear, and do all this stuff. So. It was kind of crazy. That's how I got started.
1: That's awesome. That's the best way to learn, I think, is just get thrown on any and everything and kind of figure it out. It's the best way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? The
2: girl's like, here, I'm going to pay you to ride this bad horse. I'm like, wow. Yeah. It's
1: better than doing (laughs) it for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Yeah.
0: So take the next question.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I was waiting waiting for it to clear up again because sort we're of a little spotty, but um into like in regards to picking up a career with horses, is there a habit that you adopted or a trait that you think you have naturally that helped you achieve a career? <clears throat>
2: um yes I would have to say like that never give up I'm like a very determined person um you know if I couldn't if I couldn't get a horse to do something I would just think about it like okay what if the horse isn't doing this how about if I try this I, I would try all different ways you know like I never gave up and I think that is like the biggest thing I can tell people is you know what Sometimes it works for one horse this way, but it doesn't work for all horses this way. And you know, don't get, don't give up if you can't get it, you know, the first time because um, you know horses learn differently, each one. And um, so, yeah, that's that's the thing. Don't give up and don't think that one way is the only way. You know what I mean? Like, there's more than one way to train horses and work with horses. So don't get stuck on there's only one way.
1: For sure, it's not a one size fits all deal I think um I've learned that taking on two they're both very different so I would totally agree with that
2: yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah my two I'm are- sure
2: Ken- Kenzie knows that too yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah Yvonne knows I had uh technically it was dad's dad's horse first but I had Gunner um and yeah he was he was, he taught me so much, so much incredible. experience. Oh, there's incredible no doubt. Um, yeah. He's actually, since we're on that, he's actually a little girl's horse now. Um, wow. Yeah. Wow. So
2: yeah.
0: He, he made it really clear that he didn't want to like pursue anything other than trails, you know, like he was always really good on the trail. Um. And when we Mm -hmm. moved to, we didn't have really a ton of access to trails. Now I do. But um, when I had him, I didn't. And he was just making it really clear. Um, And then I (laughs) moved to Florida for a while. Um, So I ended (laughs) up finding him the most amazing home. And he is
1: Mm.
0: living life with a little girl. And it's so cute. I get to go out and see them. So it's, it's perfect. But yeah. That's
2: amazing. Mm
0: -hmm. he was one of those ones we yeah we did everything um but yeah he turned out great yeah (laughs) yeah,
2: yeah. that's that's wonderful
0: yeah yeah my two that I have now are like night and day they're completely different what works for Rian doesn't work for Jess and they're just honestly they're so much fun they're continuing to teach me a lot (laughs) (laughs) um let me ask you this, since obviously I trained with you um, and I've known a lot of people who have trained with you. Um, mm-hmm. What is like a characteristic that you value in your students?
2: Um, I think, you know what, I, I have had a lot of students over the years. I can't even tell you how many, Um, but, but you know, the ones that work hard and really, um, you know, they don't mind, you know, like, you know, some people, sometimes you, you go to a horse show and you don't win, right? You don't always win. There has to be, and, and some people, they just, they're not willing to put in the work um, to like, it's hard work. Horses are hard work. Horses are a lot of work. And so, you know, that's what I think really, I, I really like that characteristic. If I see somebody working hard, even if they don't know what they're doing, but they're really trying, they're really coming back. They're really wanting to learn. You know, some people are naturally talented and some aren't. But if you have a good work ethic and you work hard, you can get it. I mean, that's really what my riding system is about because not everybody is a natural talented rider, but if you're dedicated, there is a way you can learn. And I think that's, that's really it. You know, hard work and dedication, you know, don't give up like, yeah, it's not easy. And you're going to cry upset because it doesn't always work your way. It doesn't always go the way you want it but you know what horses are so great um when you get that bond you're gonna be like yes it was worth it it was all worth it you know yeah
1: yeah I have uh, definitely had my fair share of uh, meltdowns and crying and all that uh all that good stuff I can't even count anymore all of them but for sure. Right.
2: And that's why I want you to know, be real about it. It, ha- it happens. So just don't give up, you know, don't think you're like the disaster. You can do it. You just get back up again, you know?
0: Yeah. So yeah, I was literally having a breakdown earlier this week. So, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, don't I feel like, there, I, I don't know. Sorry. Go ahead.
2: I was going to say, just don't give up. I know you don't. I was going to say, don't give up, but you don't, you know, that's the great thing.
0: Yeah, no, I, yeah, it's, you know, it's just one (laughs) of those things like life changes and when you're, (laughs) yeah, it just gets crazy sometimes, but, um, I wouldn't trade them for the world. So. Amen. Sister. Amen.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You, um, you said earlier,
1: Yvonne, that you wear and have worn many different hats. That being said, yes. what do you consider to be one of your greatest achievements within all of that?
2: Oh boy. Um, you know, uh, I think one of my biggest, like uh, to me, big for me achievement was uh, I got to go to Fort Worth, Texas and show. To me, when I when I rode my horse into the Fort Worth arena, I was like, you know, a person from Pennsylvania is going to Texas. Like to me, that was huge. You know what I mean? Like that was just kind of a dream. Um, So that was a big event in my life. Uh, That was in 2010. I got to do that. Um, I had to I had to compete for um, a reality TV show, and and I so I had to make you know I had to get there, and I, I made it, and I was pretty excited. So. know I mean I've done so many things but that was one of my like most fun and memorable things like that was cool you know
0: Uh, I remember that that was so cool yeah remember we
2: were doing fundraisers to try to get you there because like I didn't have the money you know I'm like I don't know I'm I'm... you guys were that you guys were part of that absolutely
0: yeah I remember you would do like the um the weekend like trail rides up at the farm
2: yeah yeah
0: yeah. My dad would take Gunner. Shelby would take Molly. I'd bring Joe and we yeah. really ride all weekend. It was so much fun.
2: Yeah. We did fundraisers like that, picnics and rides and yeah. Yeah.
1: That's super cool. What was that uh, reality TV show that you mentioned? What show was that?
2: It was called Project Cowboy.
1: Uh, it was called yeah.
2: Project Cowboy. Cool. Yeah. who so, um- was like- was one of the original, like, you know, a reality horse things.
0: Yeah. Who was that? That Rainer, Stacey.
2: Oh, stacy Westfall.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Stacey Westfall. Yeah. Yeah. I think she was talking about that with Warwick Schiller on his mm-hmm. podcast a while ago. Yeah. That's so cool. I, I didn't realize that was a yeah. reality show, but that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was before they were like they were real things. You know, it was like the, the you know, foundation of them, you know, before they were real. So
0: And remind <laughs> me who, who did you take?
2: Oh, well, remember that tr- I had a tricolored uh buckskin paint uh his name was VL's Mr. Buck. Yeah, Virgil. And uh yeah, he was beautiful tricolored paint. Yeah.
0: And, uh, him and Cloud are like the ones that stand out in my head.
2: Yeah, we and- st- Yep. We still have cloud. We still have him. He's doing great. He's amazing.
0: No, he's huge. He's <laughs> Beautiful. Oh my goodness. He is. Yep. Stunning. Um, yeah, I think Virgil cloud and then, uh, Jimmy, was that his name? The horse that I used yeah. to ride? Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I love him. So. So fun.
2: Yeah. That you have a good memory. That's, that's exactly <laughs> right. So,
0: yeah, no, I, I had so much fun. That was definitely, it was a good, good change. Of so I think training with you was kind of like a 360 from the trainer that I had been with before. So it was just like something that just stuck out to me. Cause I just actually like, and genuinely enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Like it was just one of those. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. You like came a- down that whole, yeah, that whole summer you came down all the time. You were there all the time with me.
0: So that was
1: nice.
0: Yeah, it was fun. Um, So obviously since the last time I've seen you, a lot's changed. You're still doing the training and everything, but you have developed a bodywork system, which I am super, super interested to hear about. So can you tell me about that? Yeah. So do you guys, um, have you guys ever used anybody? Have have you guys ever used somebody
2: that did bodywork or massage or anything?
1: I have gone through a couple of people throughout the years. I haven't yet found anyone who's stuck, but I've done it
0: a few times with my horses. Okay. Yeah. My how guys, about you, Kins? Yeah, my guys. Um, they body work, um, PEMF, all of that, all of that good stuff. I have a retired racehorse. Abby does too. Um, okay. I have a quarter horse, but my my off the track um, had a lot of like physical issues going on when I first got him. Um, so we've worked really hard <laughs> to get him yeah. back and like feeling good again. So yeah, he gets, he gets up pretty regularly.
2: Yeah. So, uh, how I got started in that was, um, you know, I, I kind of specialized in our area of training bad horses. I work with a lot of bad horses, like bad behavior, and, you know, what I found out that, you know, there's like three main reasons the horses were being bad. Either there was no communication between them, you know, the horse and the rider. There was no, no good communication. Like the horse was talking one language and the person was talking another and it just, uh, or maybe the second thing was their tack didn't fit. Like, so they had a bad saddle fit, a bad bridle, not the right stuff. So that caused behavior issues. But the number one thing causing behavior issues uh, was pain. So, if a horse had pain in its body and say, you know, it had something wrong with the right shoulder and you wanted to do the right lead, well, the horse couldn't physically get his right lead. And then so people would start like beating on their horses because they can't get the right lead. So then they get mad at them. And well, um, one of my friends who was having me rehab one of her mental case horses, <laughs> she, she's like, it would try to kill you. So I was working with this horse for her. And I'm like, Amy, you know, this horse really has a lot of pain. I said, you know, we need to get it. We need to get the body work done. And um, uh, I had in the past used, uh, I had an, a, a guy that did a chiropractic and then ultrasound that worked, but then he passed away. All right. Uh, then um, we um I had another guy that would do, um, he did sports massage. I mean, it worked. The sports massage really worked, but it was deep tissue and some of the horses hated it, but it worked. So, but he had a stroke uh, and then he had a hip replacement. So now you know, what am I going to do? Like, I still have horses in pain. I'm like, what am I going to do? So Amy, uh, she's a human ortho Do you ever hear of ortho or, uh, myofacial release? Uh, so she did that with people. She's like, Yvonne, you need to learn how to do this with horses. And I'm like, what you're talking about? So, uh, she had gotten all the uh, books with the Masterson, Jim Masterson method. Yeah. So she loaned them to me and I started doing like, so I would do a little bit of the stretching and a little bit of the stuff while I was working with bad horses, but it just wasn't working for me. You know, like the horses, some of them didn't like it. Some of it didn't work. So I kind of went on a journey to try to figure out how the human, or excuse me, the horse anatomy went, how it worked with the muscles and nerves and range of motion. So it was quite a journey, but I started doing some of the body work along with working with the bad horses because i didn't have anybody else i tried every chiropractor there was i tried every electronic device there was every frequency device i, I tried everything and um so finally um i did end up going to a chiropractic uh, education program in michigan not that i'm a chiropractor at all but so that i understood how the skeleton worked and i understood range of motion so it was not i'm not about i don't do any chiropractic but between the muscle work now i have the skeleton and when we were leaving there he said if you guys are serious about helping horses you need to understand nervous system so he gave us another persons so i studied for like i don't know how many years i study work on horses ride horses study work on you know and finally i i really did i developed a system um then i had to study human anatomy books because Horses will try to hurt you if you like do deep tissue massage, like some of them just don't like that because they're hurting and they can't tell you they're hurting. But so uh, I studied a lot of human anatomy books and how to do, um, it's called active muscle release technique. Um, so what you do is you point out what's stuck, either the muscle, the nerve, or the, you know, the, the range of the motion is not working and then let the animal or the person move, you know, the animal move on its own and it'll fix it. So it's kind of a crazy thing, but it's like, if you say your shoulder's hurting and I say, where is your shoulder hurting right there? And you're like, no, no, kind of like right here. Right. So if you listen to what the horse is saying, they'll tell you. um, And and quite honestly, I've had like results that I can't even believe. Like, I I don't even believe it's true. I'll, I'll see a horse. I'm like, I can't even believe this. Like, I can't even believe it, but it really does work. And I've, the last two years I've been teaching people because I am so busy. I am booked like months and months out because um i've been working on like racehorses standard bred racehorses you know thoroughbred racehorses um people's riding horses um dressage horses every breed every type i mean things that i can't even believe if, if they're the horses are rebounding like it's amazing so if you show them and again it's more than just what i'm saying it's, it would take so long to describe it but each tendon nerve or muscle has a groove to ride that it rides in if it's out of the groove on the loose side it's it's loose if it's out of the groove on the tight side it's 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 tight so it doesn't mean it's not in the body it just means it's not working correctly so if we uh put that back in the right groove the body can work and heal and i I see amazing i see horses healing that i can't even believe it like are healing so Uh, you know i I don't know that's kind of a a short answer for a very long but hopefully i don't if you have questions about it ask me because it's really working with muscles nerves and range of motion it's putting the the body back in the proper state so that it can heal itself
0: that's
1: that makes sense interesting i've never heard it done that way before unless i'm just clueless to the whole thing but i've never heard of that um methodology
2: so to speak um no no nobody's out there doing i'm telling you nobody's doing it i i i believe the lord helped me i mean i'm telling you i believe i believe that the lord helped me figure this out because i would pray about it pray about it like you know these animals better than i do tell me what what to do you know because i know they need help and um and so i have studied it because i don't want to just do something i want to know why it works or why it doesn't work. I, I'm a Y person. So, I mean, I studied this stuff in, in, in extensively, the anatomy and uh, it, it, I'm using human techniques on horses basically. <laughs> and yeah, nobody else does that. Yeah. It's crazy, but it really works.
0: So, so, so maybe, I call it. Sorry.
2: No kids. Go ahead.
0: Um, Is it like, so when you do it, are you like fixing like posture and stuff too? Cause I know that's like a big thing, um, that we've worked on with Rian was his, like his thoracic sling was pretty weak. Um, so we've been working on that with him. Is that kind of like you kind of fix the whole horse as you go? Yes.
2: Okay. Yeah. Cause you, you, if you see a picture of the horse before I work on it, and then after I work on it, it looks like a whole, di- whole different horse. Um, because Um, I do work on, you know, the head and neck, shoulders and spine, I work on the whole horse. I don't just go, Oh, here, I'm going to fix the shoulder today. I'm going to fix the scapula today. I'm going to fix this today. So, um, you know, I do call it Montgomery equine advanced muscle release. That's what it's M E A M R Montgomery equine advanced muscle release. Um, but yes, we're fixing posture. So when I start working, I watch the horse walk and I do a gait evaluation. So I need to know what's out of line before I get started. you know and so a lot of places, people techniques do not watch posture before and after. They don't watch they don't do a gait evaluation. So I watch them and then I work on them and then I do another evaluation. and then at the end, I actually have the horse kind of uh, do certain exercises that would be like a, a stretch, but I'm not forcing them to stretch. I let it, I'm allowing them to stretch. Uh, i'm showing them you know and uh but it's so amazing like I, if i see a horse doing a certain behavior like putting his head up and back then i know where to work on the body if they do if they do a certain move with their leg i know where to work on the body like certain moves they make tells me where to work on their body it tells anybody whoever knows you know that it it's just crazy i mean it's um Yeah, the horse that you'll learn—the horse has been talking to you all along, and you never knew it. So,
0: that's so
1: cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, that makes me want to dive into that more. But, uh, gosh, how long did it take you to um, get well educated enough to be able to make this into a business?
2: Well, so like I said, the first um, probably five years, I was just kind of, you know, playing with the Masterson method and learning different things and kind of watching and adding things together and, you know, studying on the side and watching. So it took me about five years to really develop the system. But then I started doing it full time. I mean, like, I still ride a lot. I still train horses in the summer, but I am so busy with this body work. Um, you know, I mean, my dream would be to work on like the Kentucky Derby or you know the big, big time horses, you know, but yeah. I mean, I'm really busy on working, uh, working on horses. So it took me then five years, you know, I worked on my own doing this. And then about two years ago, I actually had to sit down and put a curriculum together because I need help. I mean, I could not, I cannot keep up with the demand. I just cannot keep up with the demand. So I've been training people. Um, I, I work on Amish horses from Kentucky to New York, like and all over. And I have so many Amish guys I'm training right now because they are using they, they are. They're It's changing the horse world. And for the Amish, it's changing the world they they're wanting to learn about health they're wanting to learn about the body they're wanting to learn about how to do proper nutrition and care and i'm doing seminars for them i mean it's who knew i mean who knew i'm like this is like crazy to me you know but um, isn't it i mean do you think oh. i can't imagine how many standard bred horses are now their lives have it's been changed <laughs> you know besides the english who see me on you know you know, whatever, Facebook or whatever. But I mean, so um it works, trust me, because if it didn't work, they wouldn't be having me work on their horses. Um and they wouldn't be coming to these classes to learn. So I, I mean I people are they're demanding the classes so much. I just had to add another class um in March this year. Um so I but you know they're they're full before I can even announce them the classes. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah.
1: Awesome. That's really, really incredible.
2: Yeah, it it is, and you know, it's funny because ever since I was a little girl, like you know, remember you guys, we were all little and boys, little little guys too. You know, you always dream of doing something with horses, and I used to always pray. You know, I'm going to help horses. I want to help people. I want to help horses, and like it's really happening. It's just crazy. It's it is really like a dream sometimes. Mm-hmm. So yeah
0: that is so cool um yeah so you're gonna have to like let me know when you have classes so i can sneak up to pennsylvania um yeah Yeah. that would be so cool i'm i'm
2: I'm telling my my amish students i'm i'm like you have to buy me you have to buy me you have to build me a couple little tiny houses because i know (laughs) people want to come here and stay, (laughs) go to the classes so
0: great idea (laughs) yeah
2: i'll let you know and uh
0: yeah
2: I what, what so state I, are you guys in now where Where do you both where are you both from
0: so I'm in Georgia now okay I'm in uh I'm in Florida
2: okay
1: yeah so
2: both yeah. nice warm places
0: <laughs> uh thankfully yes <laughs>
1: She's
0: yeah what weather, weather than I am right now it's been really rainy and really cold So. Mm love
2: that <laughs> yeah and imagine it today it was 50 degrees here and I rode my horses it was 70 about 67 yesterday and 50 today so I rode yesterday and today so
0: how is Pennsylvania weather than we that's are.
2: never happens in Pennsylvania yeah
0: jealous. I'm jealous <laughs> I don't about my weather <laughs> I don't want to hear you, any pictures of your weather and I want to cry so yeah. <laughs>
1: been a really really beautiful warm uh dry month it's been it's been lovely it feels unreal for February. wow
2: yeah that's amazing that's great
1: gorgeous all right do you want to take one question absolutely um you also said that you're using a human method on horses um so obviously People have helped with horses in some way. Do you think that working with the horses, though, has influenced the way that you work with the people side of your business?
2: Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And that's you know that's kind of one of the one of the things that you realize that uh, you yeah, hate to say, it, but like people and horses are very similar in their personalities in their behavior, and um, so yeah. I mean, I have learned to be. I think much kinder to people and much kinder to horses because of, <laughs> because of working with so many people and so many horses. I realized that so many horses are in pain and they're only acting out because they're hurting. And so that actually helped me understand people too. Cause guess what? I think a lot of people are hurting and they act out because they're hurting and you know, it wow. might be emotional. It might be different, but I mean, it, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Doing this with horses has helped immensely with people Help me, um, you know, just understand how how people think and how horses think and and behave.
0: Yeah, I feel like the the more I've dived into like the behavioral side of things, um, I've never like been a people person, <laughs> um, but <laughs> uh, it's definitely it's definitely changed my perspective on things. Like even just the way, I don't know, just working with my guys and like the other horses I've had the privilege of working with down here and then even back home, like I look back on a lot of things and, you know, like they were just doing the only thing they knew how to do to communicate to us. Yeah, exactly. I think to too often we're like, or I am stuck in my own head and I just kind of bulldoze my way through it. And it's been really cool to see like the more mindful I've become, um, just the change in my horses, so.
2: Absolutely,
0: absolutely, yeah. For
1: sure, I was gonna say the horses have changed um, my relationship with people, but only after my relationship with myself changed first. Um, which it, I think is is a really uh, by people who are out of outside of the horse industry they don't realize how much um, how much horses can change a person and I think that's why a lot of people get uh, so stuck in it like we are it's
0: life-changing
2: yeah I agree absolutely yeah
0: yeah it's it's amazing like how I mean Yvonne as you guys know I've been writing since I was six like I've been in the thick of it for the longest time and even just like a few years ago just kind of having like a breakdown and realizing like how much I don't know and how much I thought I knew and then just kind of like re-tackling and diving into actually what's going on and like understanding <laughs> what how how they communicate and and what they need and and yeah I mean it completely changed everything for me and I think it's more so really not me teaching them anything but it's like just bettering our communication and half the time they're teaching me something so Mm -hmm. yeah
2: absolutely
0: (laughs) so what is this might be hard, but could you pinpoint like what what is your favorite part of your job?
1: You know,
2: sometimes I'm thinking like, uh, I don't know if you guys have any idea how old I am. So I have to say I'm old Dirk, but uh, sometimes I think, you know, how long can I keep this up? Because it's, you know, it, it is a physical job. I mean, I still take care of horses here at the farm. I love to ride, I love to go out. But I was driving up the road the other day and I was heading up to New Wilmington, which is, uh, you know, horse country up there and, you know, Amish country. And I see this horse out in the pasture and I'm like, I get to go work on horses today. I I was like, I was so excited because I'm like, I love horses. And so I I don't know. I think that's just the best. Every time I get tired and exhausted, I'm like, I see a horse. I'm so excited. I see a horse, you know, I I think that is just such a blessing. I mean, I mean, um, and I, I always keep saying, okay, someday I'm not gonna be able to do this, but it's not yet. So, you know, I think that's the best part of my job is like, every time I'm like, yes, what kind of a horse am I gonna see today? What condition are they gonna be in today? You know, what what bad behavior is this horse gonna do today that really isn't a bad behavior? It's just cause he's hurting, you know? And um, then people like, when I teach my classes, On the first day, I tell them, "All right, I just warn you right now: you are never going to look at the horse the same. You you are never going to hear and think of your horse the same after today. So you might want to leave right now, (laughs) because you know you have a whole different outlook on horses when you realize they have been telling you so much all along, and you just didn't even get it. So I just love, I just love, I just if you can't tell."
0: so I saw on I guess kind of like uh, same thing I saw on your Facebook I, I get everyone who like tags you in their their uh videos and pictures um you were working on a standard bride stallion not too long ago oh yeah 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 um what what was his shebang
2: okay so it was an 11 year old stallion who was very very big you know top money earner and so um what happened was you know after he was 11 so after a certain age they they can't really race so much but they want to keep their breeding program up and he could not produce you know he couldn't um his his sperm count wasn't staying you know he, he and what happened was uh I went out there and uh you know, they wanted to keep him a stallion because of his bloodlines, but they weren't going to keep him a stallion because of he's not producing. And of course, that's what they're there for. And uh I got there, and here he had a twisted pelvis. And that horse, of course, he couldn't perform. So imagine a stallion with the twisted pelvis trying to, you know, mount the dummy or whatever, you know, they, you know, collecting they, they couldn't, and then he had on his um on his sternum on the front. He, it was all inflamed and swollen because he had pinched nerves there. And every time he would mount the dummy or do whatever, it would agitate that pinched nerve on his sternum. So again, he's not going to want to mount the dummy and produce because of the pain. So, uh, and that was because his pelvis was twisted and, and you know what I'm saying? It was like, a, and um, the guy was very skeptical. When I walked in, he's like, We've seen a lot of chiropractors. I I said, well, I'm not really a chiropractor. I, I don't say that because I don't want to be smart, but I'm like, well, I do a little different than they, you know, I'm not really a chiropractor. Well, we know if you know anything about horses because we've seen a lot of people, you know, they, they did not want me in the barn, but the man who owned the horse paid me to go there <laughs> and work on the horse. Um, and uh, so about halfway through, they're like, okay, she does know something. You know, they didn't want to admit that I knew something. But um, at the end, I said, now see the horse's pelvis it's even now it's not twisted it's not high low and uh, I said you see his shoulder I said I was able to pick up his front leg and he didn't go like that and uh yeah yeah I said okay I want to watch him walk I want you to do so we put him back in the stall after I did my evaluation and everything and he the horse just stood there and ate hey I always watch them because that's kind of like part of my post evaluation I watched how they eat and stuff and then the guy turns and looks at me, Amish guy, you know, turns turns and looks at me. And he's like, that horse has never stood still in his stall. He always paces his stall. He always turns a circle. He said, I can't believe it. He he saw it. And he was like, this is pretty amazing. Yeah, he, he was really amazed because he's had, he's had the horse there and the horse was, you know, but the horse was pacing because he was hurting. Right, and he wasn't mounting. You know, he wasn't producing because of it. I mean, I've, I've had a lot of stallions that I have helped with a lot of that problem because their back or their pelvis was out, and they just couldn't do the job. So they were going to lose their job. <laughs> you know,
1: wow. so it's pretty amazing.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's life changing for some horses.
1: Yeah, that's really something. That is really something. Yeah. No, that's really cool. Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. I would love to. Gosh, I know your state's away. I would love to do this with my horses, just to. I don't know, you know, just to see it for myself. I believe it, but it would be interesting oh, yeah. to witness firsthand for sure. Um, it, it sounds really incredible and is mind blowing to me, and obviously everybody else. Um, it is it, it, yeah. that being said, what, what are um, what do you have planned for your business as it continues to to kind of blow up the way that it has?
2: <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, so <laughs> this is what happened. This is what I need. So I had a girl that was helping me. Um, we wanted to do um, so like I have 21 teaching videos I'm trying to get on Vimeo or something. so people can take some of my classes online. So I'm trying to work with a film, um, you know, maker right now, but I, you know, I, I do kind of need a marketing team. Like that would be my dream thing to get this stuff out there so that more people could do it. So like you could, you know, you could take one of my classes online um, and you, you know, you can learn how to do stress points or you could do, you know, some of the different things that I have, um, so that's what I would like to do. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. Like I said, because I don't really have, I have the horse knowledge and I have a way of teaching people that they understand. I have a way I can, I can communicate, I think pretty well, but, um, I don't have that, the it stuff, right. I don't have the it stuff that you guys do because you're that you grew up on that, you know, so uh, I can do something. Hey, I actually got on this zoom meeting tonight, which I, cause of my link was broken and I was able to figure that out but uh, so i mean I'm, i do pretty good with the it but I, I don't have time for that you know what i mean like i don't have time for, that. but i would love to see it go that way i would love to see how many more people's horses lives could be changed um, if i could get it out there so That's that, really- that is that answer abby is that it kind of answer
1: it's fantastic and i would totally subscribe to that i would be all on board was something like that Um, I do a lot of my learning um, just from watching videos or reading things and just kind of troubleshooting my way
0: through (laughs) um,
1: Mm -hmm. whatever it is right
0: yeah I think I don't know I feel like I mean I always say this but I feel like there's been this really cool shift of like free sharing information and people like putting their knowledge out there and i just remember how different it was even when i was younger like i'm not going to say names right. no, but um, but yeah, you, they didn't want to give the secrets <laughs> yeah yeah like the it was unless you were paying or you were working your butt off no one was going to help you um and I think it's really cool how accessible knowledge is now, especially with so many people who have their horses at home and maybe don't have a trainer, you know, readily available all the time. I think that's really cool.
2: Yeah. 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 But my riding, my riding system that I have my, the curriculum I have for that is approved by homeschool and charter school for gym class. Cause a lot of the homeschoolers have, you know, horses. So I have approved material for that, you know, again, just getting it out there. That's the, the stuff. So we're, we're trying yeah. to work on it. I don't know if it'll get there, but
0: I actually have, I think the whole set. So I can attest to the fact it that it does work. Um, yeah, I use yeah. The um, yeah it's, it's awesome. Um, so you have, you have a website, right? I do. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Can you share that with everybody so they can? Sure. Yeah, that's uh, Yvonne, evon
2: evon evonmontgomery.com. So my name is spelled a little bit different, so uh evonmontgomery.com. And um uh, also my Facebook is uh Yvonne Montgomery holistic horsemanship. So that's uh, my Facebook and my uh, uh website.
0: Amazing. I okay, Am I so Facebook? that. <laughs> yeah we're gonna need a question um ASAP (laughs) Uh, so sorry just because I was wondering so when you start like body work stuff was that like when did that start I don't think you were doing that when I was training with you
2: no i wasn't um so it happened um so i was at saxony farm that was the big farm that i rented when i you know you guys come out to the farm all the time um it was a 500 acre farm i rented it was fabulous and uh, i started there in 2009 so it was probably around probably uh 12 probably 2012 i started doing that because 2010 uh was project cowboy and it was after that, when I started doing that. Yeah. Okay. And again, I was still taking bad horses for training. People still sent me because there were stuff, there were horses that people couldn't figure out. Like, you know what I mean? They were just like bizarre cases of bad behavior. And so um, I, I'm sure it was around 2012 when I started that. Yeah.
0: Um, and then, so are you still doing like the, the clinics? Are you kind of shifting it from like how we used to do the clinics to like the body work now? Well, you know, I, um, I, since, uh, we moved in
2: 2017, Craig and I started building a new facility. We have Montgomery equestrian center now, and it's a huge, um, indoor arena and outdoor arena, but not the acreage per se. So I I've kind of switched. Um, but since we did it ourselves, it's taken a few years to put everything together. Um, so I, I did Slow down on the clinics because I didn't have the facility because we were building a facility. I hope to get back into that again. I really want to start doing my riding clinics and my other clinics again. um, Whenever everything is like right now, we're building our viewing deck. Um, I also have an education center upstairs, and we we build a eighty by two hundred new arena, and our house is at the one end, and our education center is upstairs. So I, we don't have a house. We live in our indoor arena and I guess we call it a barn, do, barn dominium, right? So uh, yeah. we live, we live in our indoor arena. Um, but so I have an education center here. That's really what I have. That's a, that's what I'm trying to do is educate people on riding on groundwork uh, on um, just how to work with horses and now, and now the body work. Yeah. So I, I really, I guess I'm a teacher along with other things. That's one of my things I do is I, I help people. I want to see people succeed. I want to see people be better than I am. You know, I, I want to help people. And I I got, you know, I'm one of the people who wants to share knowledge because I want you to do better than I did. You know what I mean? That's a, I don't try to hold people back. I want to support you and, and see you do well. I, I love to see my students do good. I love to see my students go to shows and just kill it. You know, I just love that. And, uh, or just do whatever they do and and be successful.
0: That's awesome! Yeah. Amazing. That. Um. Well, thank you for taking time out of your evening to talk to us. It was so nice to talk to you again. It's been forever.
2: Yes. Yeah. It was wonderful to talk to you as well. Yeah. And it was nice to meet you, Abby. I'm glad that uh, we got to do this as uh, podcast. This is my first podcast, so hopefully, uh. I had an, ill. You know, my husband says, don't worry, you always have enough to say. I'm like, what am I going to talk about? I don't know what to talk about. So he's always like, don't worry. All they have to mention is the H word, you know, the horse word.
1: That's how I felt about it. I felt like I wouldn't um, know what to say, but um, I'm, as I'm sure everybody who listens knows I'm a talker, so there's no shortage of things that I have to say.
0: <laughs> so I under- I'm yeah. the same way. I-
2: Good, good.
0: Amazing. Well, so tell Craig hi. First of all, tell him hi for me. I haven't seen him in forever. Okay. Um, but guys, make sure you check out Yvonne's website as well as her Facebook page. I highly recommend. Um we'll have to talk again. This was so much fun. Yeah, this was great. Yes, it Thank was you. fun.
2: You're welcome. Amazing. Thank you both for having me. Yeah, appreciate okay. it.
0: Thank you
1: so much. Thank you. Hope to see you again. Okay. Bye-bye.